You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode. Of course, it's Monday, as you guys know. So today we're getting into a really interesting topic. But first, let's do the mental health check-in. Where are you at, Brenda? I'd say I'm at like a six, five point five six. I don't know. Nothing like crazy. Just, you know, I feel like I sound like a broken record at this point. Like, I mean, you're consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yesterday I had a good day off. Mm-hmm. I did like absolutely nothing, went to the thrift store and just, oh, we read yesterday. We went out in the front and we were reading our books and then we came back inside and we're reading more. You were loving your book. Yeah. I was really relaxed and I enjoyed it. Um, I definitely enjoyed my day off because usually my days off, you see me, I'm like running around mm-hmm. doing the most, but this time I'm actually like, no, I'm doing nothing and I'm just going to chill, relax and enjoy my day off. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Um, I don't know why. Like, I'm just at a... S- I'll put it a six. Just because life, you know? I don't know. <laughs> yep. I don't know how to explain it. There's nothing happening. Nothing bad, luckily. Thank God for that. However, I could be happier, I think. Mm-hmm. How about you? I think I'm at, like, an eight now. But during the day today, I was at, like, a five for some reason. I just felt so tired. I haven't been sleeping much. So I've been a little bit miserable uh, so through the day, I was kind of miserable. And then I got into like a good workflow around like two. I went for a walk. I made some spaghetti sauce or no, I didn't make spaghetti sauce. I made bolognese. I made a ragu, an authentic Italian recipe. And I think that put me in a good mood because it was like fun to cook. I never cooked it that way before. And yeah, that was fun because I learned that like, obviously, I already know that you don't need spices like crazy to make food taste good but i learned that sometimes less is more i season my food heavily so i'm going off on a tangent now i season my food heavily because i'm black and hispanic so i use a lot of flavors but i made a very simple meal today with literally like no seasoning and it was so good it was all just like aromatics and like vegetables and stuff so it was nice um yeah that put me in a good mood but I say now I'm like a 7.58 during the day. I was a five because I was miserable. I'm tired and lazy and it was shitty. So I'm going to I'm going to say 7.7, 7.7. Yeah. Wow. Usually you're in a like worse mood than I am. But I guess this week I'm in a worse mood than you. I wouldn't say usually. I would say the last three weeks because of the retrograde, I think. Normally yeah. I feel like I'm pretty high. Okay. Which is nice. But in the past couple of weeks, I've been fucking miserable. I've been like, what, last week I was on one or something? <laughs> like, I was miserable. I think the retrograde really got to me, and it's over in two days. Woo! Two days. Thank two God. more days of hell. And the new moon happened two days ago, and the eclipse season ended. So there's just, like, a lot of energy that's being released. So now we're probably all feeling lighter, hopefully. I know I do. Because I was fucking depressed for a couple of weeks, honestly. Yeah, I mean, hopefully things get better. Honestly, it's just been hectic. All right, so let's get straight to it. Today, we're going to be talking about cutting someone off. Mm-hmm. So we chose this topic because a lot of people, I feel, have problems with figuring out if they should cut someone out of their life or not, whether that be you know, the person being toxic or just overall growing apart from each other. So we have pretty much 
points when you think you should cut people off and we'll just talk about it in general yeah definitely there's a lot of advice to give on this topic people are very conflicted they're like i don't know if i should cut them off because there's a lot of external factors or this could be something that could be like a platonic relationship romantic relationship so obviously whatever you're going through um take what we say with a grain of salt and try to apply it to your situation as best as you can we're talking all relationships this could literally be your mom like if you need to cut off your mom because she's toxic that's possible you know so obviously just try and fit it to your situation as best as you can so yeah we're gonna get into our own personal situations and some advice so i guess i'll just ask you when's the last time you cut someone off and why it's been a minute um the last time i cut someone off was like in high school i again i don't really Really? yeah i don't really cut people off there are times where i drift away from certain people and we just kind of go separate ways but cutting someone off like actually having like a friendship breakup or whatever well not necessarily because drifting can be a choice i've cut people off by choosing to drift Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I make the choice to be like, I want to drift away from this person. I'm over it, but I don't want to... I don't feel like I owe them a breakup. Mm-hmm. So that can count if you've had that experience, like, in the past couple of years. Okay, yeah. I've had one recently, actually, not too long ago, where I just kind of drifted from a person, and, like, we don't really talk anymore. Mm-hmm. And whenever she comes up, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I kind of, like, forgot about her. Why did you choose to, like, drift from that relationship? Honestly, to begin with, I wouldn't really say she was that close to me Mm -hmm. um she was more closer to the people that i was close with and we would really only talk to each other you know like birthdays happy birthday or or like certain holidays and whatnot and then it just kind of slowly i think this year officially has like disappeared completely so it started with us talking every now and then and me seeing her every now and then to just kind of texting each other during holidays like merry christmas happy birthday this and that and then i think this year officially like i don't think i ever got a message from her at all mm-hmm. so i'm just kind of like all right i think this is like the end of it i guess you guys both just decided like okay we don't really have to pretend that this is a relationship anymore yeah because eventually you both kind of got to put it to rest where it's like do i need to like feed this relationship yeah, especially because, like, I don't know, it came to a point where even when we would hang out and talk to each other, it didn't really feel genuine. It was kind of, yeah. like, forced. Like, we had to hang out because we haven't seen each other for so long. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely had those yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, my situation was definitely, like, uh, a cutoff. Like, I chose to cut the person off. I think I talked about it um, at some point on this podcast where it was just, like, a friendship that was no longer serving me it was like a 12 to 13 year friendship i don't was it 12 to 13 yeah it was probably like 13 years i don't really know how many years anyways uh, it was toxic she was not a good friend to me at all and i felt like i was watering a dead plant so i made the choice to end the friendship and like officially break up with her via text because our communication was really bad and the only way that i could ever get through to her was in writing Mm-hmm. because if not i would get cut off or it would get heated for no reason and i wouldn't entertain like the anger part of it because i don't really get angry like that but um i just knew where it would go so i i did it over text and it was fine it was it was okay i mean she pretended to be okay with it but then like reached out to me two or three times after like having problems with me it was so weird since then it's been done i haven't heard from her in like a month 
the friendship ended in like october probably yeah october yeah that was my last situation and yeah i cut it off because it wasn't serving me and i knew that i deserved better so i had to do what i had to do gotta do what you gotta do sometimes Mm -hmm. so what's something you feel that you could have done better in terms of like the whole friendship breakup or drifting apart on your end honestly like i don't think there's anything i could have done better i know that sounds very i guess like arrogant i don't know I think the reason why I say that is because I worked so hard for that friendship for so long, mm-hmm. for way longer than I had to. By the time it came to me cutting her off, like I had already given her way too many chances and let her get away with so much and talked to her about so many things that I wanted her to change. You know what I mean? I'd given her so many chances that at that point I didn't even owe her a breakup. I really mm-hmm. could have just cut it off and just left it at that. I respected her enough to choose to be like, okay, I'm going to break up with this friendship. And yeah i mean maybe years ago i could have been a better friend or i could have communicated with her more i could have made her feel safer to open up to me and feel like she could open up to me that could be something that i could have done better she didn't feel comfortable opening up to me about a lot of things for some reason and i'm sure that had something to do with me so i guess there's room for improvement there but when it comes to the actual like friendship breakup and cutting her off I don't think there's anything else I could have done. I just, it had to be done and I dealt with it and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What about in your situation? Honestly, I agree. I'm in the same boat. It's weird because I feel like when you drift, it's not really what you could have done better because you, it, it's mutual. It's a mutual yeah. feeling between you and that person because the effort has stopped on both ends right because if she cared and i kind of ignored her then yeah in my sense i could have been like okay i'm gonna hear Mm -hmm. her out and like listen to what she has to say but because we're both kind of on the same page and we're aligned with we don't really need each other in our lives and it's not that we ended bad like if i see her down the street i won't just like ignore her or anything like i'll say hey or hi like you know like small talk Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't engage or feel like i need to you know keep that relationship going because it's when you know that it's not a true genuine friendship you have like what's the point you know yeah it's kind of like having a co-worker it's not like you're gonna ignore her but when you're working your nine to five you'll talk to her say hey what's up how's it going and then when you're clocked out it's like you guys don't even really know each other yeah it's like why force something that isn't there it's just pointless exactly And in, like, any friendship breakup situation, I guess, obviously, it's a generic question, but what do you feel like is the right way to go about, not even, sorry, not even a friendship breakup, um, cutting off a relationship in general? What do you think is the right way to go about it? Overall, I just think it's important to communicate if there's a bad fallout so that when you guys go your separate ways, things won't be said or things that are misinterpreted in, in the situation itself. Like, you might think that it ended one way and she might think it ended in another way. So I think it's important to have like set in stone. What was the reason you guys are okay with, you know, leaving each other apart and it's clear, you know, and why? why, Sorry to cut you off. No, just so that it's clear. What were you going to say? Why? Why is it important to like see it the same way? Because a lot of times the reason why a friendship ends is because you can't see eye to eye. So wouldn't it? This is just me like picking apart your brain. Wouldn't it not matter? Because if you know your truth. Why does it matter that she has or he has the same understanding that you do at the end of the day? If you're going separate ways, like who cares how they view you or how they view it, you know? Well, yeah, that's my thing is if you don't care about each other and you guys are salty, then Mm -hmm. you guys are going to go your separate ways, which Mm -hmm. 
to each their own, right? They're going to say what they want to say. You're going to say your side of the story. But I still think you should say your piece mm-hmm. and tell the person, listen, I can't fuck with you because blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And vice versa. And whatever they say behind your back is, you know, their business and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But I think you should definitely communicate it and, like, just say your last words. Yeah, I agree with that. And, again, this is if you're cutting someone off in the sense where things are going south and you guys are not on good terms. Because, for example, our situation, we kind of just drifted without any conversation and nothing was said and done. Mm -hmm. Okay, how about you? What do you think is the right way to go about it when you're going through a breakup or a friendship breakup or cutting someone off? communication like you said is crucial Uh, i think it's all dependent on the situation and the relationship you have with that person so for example i mentioned how i texted that person because i knew that if we had a verbal dialogue it wouldn't go well they would cut me off or it would get heated or you know there wouldn't be a proper communication so i think making sure you're dealing with the person in the right way so for example if you know that someone really needs to hear things out loud and you need to repeat yourself for them to let it sink in do that just communicate in their style so that you can actually get through to them i think that's important and also just being very clear about how you're feeling without attacking them and making sure that they understand it's not personal. It's just, I mean, if maybe it is personal, I don't know. Maybe they fucked your boyfriend. I don't know. But you just got to be very open about your reasons why. And it doesn't matter if they understand you or not. You have to understand that some people are just not going to get it. Some people are going to fight until they're blue in the face. Maybe they fucked your boyfriend and you're reacting and they think that you're the asshole for reacting. And you have to just take in that, you can't control how other people feel about you. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's really important just to stay true to yourself and try your best to communicate effectively, I guess you could say. Yeah, at the end of the day, it, you guys are not always going to agree, and that's mm-hmm. usually what happens when you guys have a fallout. But validating their feelings, I think, is important because it's like what Ashley says, you can't really control how they feel. And if that's how they feel, you just got to accept it. And if you are not aligned with the way they're thinking then that's when you know it's time for you guys to go separate ways wait i just want to interject and say that i did i don't think validating their feelings is important at all i don't i don't personally agree with that i don't need to validate their feelings how they feel is how they feel i have nothing to do with it you know what i mean like the last friendship breakup i had i could not validate her feelings because her feelings made no sense (laughs) but the way she viewed the situations my feelings made no sense you know what i mean so if we were to try and validate each other it would just be a bunch of lies but validating is not confirming that what they're saying is correct it's just validating that they have a feeling and their feelings matter because they're human you know you don't always have to agree with how they feel that's how they're feeling and you can't really control that right you just have to say okay i understand that that's how you feel and it is what it is okay yeah yeah that makes more sense yeah i agree with that i misunderstood what you meant by that I do, yeah, I do agree that you can validate them without, or yeah, accepting. agreeing or saying, you know, you're right. You can be like, okay, you think I'm a dumb bitch? Cool. That's how you feel. That's mm-hmm. what you think. Let's move on. I don't agree. You know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, that's true. I do agree with you on that. I think I understood that wrong. It's funny that we're talking about it because um, I was finishing up this book that I was reading called The Mountain Is You, and literally that's like 
straight off of the book. I saw that line in the book and I thought it, it was said so well. And I agree with that 100% because, again, everyone's human and people will feel what they want to feel. doesn't mean that you're going to have to understand it. You know, people who are have anger management issues, they get angry very easily. And you might be like, what the heck, that's something so little. However, that's how they feel, and that's human of them mm-hmm. to have these feelings. They can't help that. You know, exactly. So, anyways, moving along. I just thought that quote was very great. So I no, it's a good quote. Maybe we'll post it on the, on the page. If anybody mm-hmm. wants to screenshot it, we'll put it on the Let's Get Real Instagram. All right, so let's talk about some ways that we can effectively cut someone off. So we have some tips for you guys, and we're going to start off with number one, which we both mentioned, which is communication. Yeah, communication, I think, is key in order for you to kind of move away from that person in a healthy way there has to be some type of communication and and figuring out why the friendship or you know whatever relationship you guys had is moving apart Mm -hmm. and explain that to each other like I don't want to have you in my life because you know you just bring a lot of toxic energy to me or I don't want you in my life because you know just explain that to them so they know what you're bringing into the relationship and Mm -hmm. what's causing it to fall apart i reference this friendship a lot (laughs) but it's the most recent one one of the biggest reasons why we actually stopped being friends is because she did not communicate she didn't tell me what her problem was she didn't tell me when i was upsetting her and this affected me of course because i felt like things were good when in reality she was just boiling up you know Mm -hmm. and i had no idea so If I had known what was affecting her, I could have corrected my behaviors. I could have talked to her about it. I could have apologized for whatever I needed to apologize for. But I couldn't do that if she's not telling me what the problem is. And to me, when you're not communicating, it's because you don't respect the friendship. You don't respect. You don't care about the friendship. You don't value the friendship. So I wasn't at that point willing to hear her out and be like, okay, tell me everything. Because I tried. I would always be like, hey, let me know if you have a problem. Is everything okay? If she seemed off, I would really try and be like, is everything good? Like, let's talk. Or when I had a problem, I would go to her and I'd say, hey, I really didn't like that you did this. And we talk about it for 30 minutes in her car. Mm-hmm. And that's because I cared about the friendship. So when I realized that she was carrying shit in, I was like, oh, oh, you don't give a fuck. And t- at that point, I wasn't going to be like, OK, tell me what's wrong. I want to know because mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. You know, at this point, why should I care if you don't care enough to tell me? So that was enough for me to be like, I'm done. I'm Mm -hmm. done. And then she tried to tell me all her problems that DM she sent me like what a month, a month ago or whatever. And I don't care. What am I going to care now for? We stopped being friends five months ago. You had years, years to tell me. And uh, yeah, clearly, uh, I guess it's still a little, it's kind of affecting me. Mm -hmm. Um, Not because of her, but because it's like, you think everything's okay. And you don't even know half the shit that's going on in someone's brain because communication is not happening. So it's important and you could lose friendships because of it it affects everybody it affects both parties so yeah yeah i agree another one i think would be patience and understanding Mm -hmm. so you know giving someone the time to change or to understand why it is that you're drifting ways from them so yeah for example let's say you're the type of person who just you always want it your way and you don't allow me to kind of get moments in which we do stuff that i want to do or things that I feel like we should do as a group or as friends. Mm -hmm. And let's say they're like, no, I don't do that. You're giving them the opportunity to know what it is you think the problem is. Yeah, I think it's important just to really get them to understand what it is that is making you guys fall apart. And if they want to keep that friendship, they Mm -hmm. will say, you know what, you're right. 
let me see if there's something I can do. Because, again, sometimes people have, like, inner trauma or inner, you know, PTSD things that, like, cause them to, like, want to do things a certain way. And it's also trying to heal Mm -hmm. and finding the healing in your life to be grown about it and accept that, you know, okay, you're in the wrong and see what you can do to make things better especially if you value that relationship Mm -hmm. you don't want to like break up with someone because of something stupid yeah you have to work to understand the person you're dealing with and Mm. sometimes you're not going to agree but there's a difference between agreeing with someone and working hard to understand them and if you can do that you can do a lot in the relationship you can really propel from there um what was the other one patience Mm -hmm. was it yeah so patience is also obviously it's important i mean it's a given it's self-explanatory but patience can mean so many things like in my relationship um with an old friend not the same one (laughs) finally moving on to a different one (laughs) i was constantly trying to help her be better which wasn't my job but i was still doing that and she was working on herself like i saw her actively working on herself so it was easy to be patient with her when she'd fuck up or you know get really hot-headed or react because it's like okay i see you're trying but it's not second nature to you to be like a calm rational person but if you're working hard and i see the change like i'm gonna have the patience for you because you're my friend and i care about you but obviously if you're tried too many times your patience is gonna wear thin so it all depends but overall yeah patience and understanding are crucial So something else you should consider when you're cutting someone off is creating a list of pros and cons. I mean, obviously, it kind of sounds a little dehumanizing, but it's just facts are facts, you know. So something that I like to do is I make the choice by literally making the list of things I love about them and things I hate about them. That's a strong word, but things that don't serve me. And I make the choice on if keeping them around is is toxic or not off of that because if you're getting more bad moments than good that's a problem yeah i agree it's so funny that you say that because i used to love my fucking whiteboard and i would write pros and cons on every fucking situation like everything people too people jobs financial decisions everything everything i would do like if my best friends know that I'm like the whiteboard girly. I always use that whiteboard when I come up with big decisions. I'm like, should I do this or should I not? Yeah, you used it when I when I was making the choice to move out. Remember? Yeah, when uh, I came over, you brought the whiteboard, the whiteboard out. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the famous whiteboard. But I don't think it's dehumanizing to do that. I think it's important to always figure out the pros and cons to every situation because sometimes. We think out of anger, we think out of sadness, we think out of all these emotions. And mm-hmm. it's important that when you're writing it down, you're more logic, right? Yeah, you're it's more like a rational approach. Exactly. So you're thinking it through, you're understanding it. When you're writing it, you're reading it, you're understanding it. Mm-hmm. So it's not just based on how you're feeling, right? Because when you say, I don't want to be this person's friend anymore because blah, 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 blah. It's like that is you speaking on emotion. Mm-hmm. That is you speaking out of how you're feeling at that moment. But when you s- take a step back and you actually think and write it down, I think it makes you come into terms of whether or not it's an actual real decision that you're making. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's true. It helps you just weigh your options better and seeing things on paper makes it a lot easier to understand for some reason i mean obviously everyone's different but Mm -hmm. it's helpful it's very helpful so definitely 10 out of 10 recommend a good old pros and cons list 
Exactly. Another one I think would be understanding when it's time to let go. I know that one is definitely a hard one. Sometimes we really think about the memories. The letting go part is such a hard thing. And honestly, like if it's hard, you have to really tell yourself if that's the right thing to do. But a lot of times, even if it is the right thing to do, the letting go part will always be the hardest. It's, you know, the time where you think about them, you're debating whether or not you made the right decision. Sometimes you're even tempted to like want to reapproach that person and rethink about the whole situation that just happened. If there's a possibility of you guys reconnecting again, definitely one of the hardest parts of cutting someone off is the letting go stage for sure. Yeah, I think that is very difficult. I mean, depending on the situation, I've definitely had friendships that have ended relationships that kind of fizzled out or I cut off that I gave zero shits about at that point I think when the connection is very meaningful letting go is it's so hard but like think about it with the friendship that you mentioned in the early in the beginning of the episode was letting go hard for you no it was like it was pretty simple but yeah sometimes it's just like okay cool I gotta dead this now and you just kind of move on Mm -hmm. but it's the meaningful connections that that shit hurts yeah that shit hurts more than anything and for example i had a friend years ago that her and i were like best friends like partner in crime we did some crazy shit it was so fun like it was a cool friendship she kind of screwed me over the friendship didn't end well but that didn't mean letting go was easy like i knew she did me kind of dirty but letting go sucked and like readjusting to my day with like a big gap missing was hard even today like i i've completely let go but when i look back i'm like oh that was a fun friendship you know and this was like fucking like 2016 like years ago but um i wouldn't reach out i wouldn't reach out but it was fun so yeah letting go you just gotta know when to do it i i mean sometimes you look at the length of a friendship like what you were saying and it's it's hard because you're like oh it's been 10 years we've been friends for 10 years 15 years time doesn't mean shit Somebody you met yesterday can have way better in, like intentions and energy towards you than somebody that you've known for 10 years, in my opinion. No, I think time doesn't really determine the value of the of the relationship or yeah. the friendship. I think it really has to do with the connection and the efforts that are made on both ends, you know? Exactly. Okay, so another thing you want to think about when cutting someone off is how are you going to actually go through with it? Are you going to text? Are you going to call? Are you going to do it in person? How are you going to make the decision? I think it's kind of like what I mentioned earlier. You base that decision off of the person's communication style. If you know that they're kind of slow and they need to see it and read it physically, then write them a letter, give it to them or send them an email, send them a text. You know, you really just got to make this decision based off of the person you're dealing with. Yeah, I agree. If it's something that you take more seriously and you value, I think the best way to do is call or do it in person. Mm-hmm. But if it's, you know, one of those friendship where you kind of agree to just drift, I think a good old text doesn't do any harm. What's your preferred method? I'm just a text girly in general. I don't like calling or, or talking in person. I just, I like texting. <laughs> I like texting too. I think, uh, how many friendship breakups have I had in person? I've done all my friendship breakups over text, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, because if I'm breaking up with you, I'm done. Like I I am like I'm turned off. You did something to me if I'm like actually cutting you off Um, because I've only ever cut off friends. That's why I keep referring to friends. 
So I text, but there was one friend that I did over the phone and that one was really tough. It was so hard. I was crying. It was like a real breakup. Oh shit. It was sad. You know why? Because I didn't want to end the friendship. I loved her. Like, and she was such a good friend. We had differing values and it, it was the important shit. So we couldn't be friends. So I was crying. She was crying. It was all love. And honestly, if I saw her, I'd probably be like, oh my God, how are you? You know, like be really nice to her and vice versa i think she'd be the same but who knows with me i had friendship breakup that was very hard for me because we were friends since like jk and then in like you need to reach out to her already awkward you got to reach out to her because i know you bring up that friendship (laughs) quite a bit and i just feel like there's curiosity there maybe there maybe it's not love maybe you don't miss her but i feel like there's curiosity there i think i think you need to reach out to her Yeah, honestly, though, it's, it's kind of sad. It makes me a little sad only because we grew up and we had a fallout in high school and it was something so stupid. And now that I think of it, I'm just like, wow, like that was so, so dumb. Like, I think on both ends, mm-hmm. I think it was definitely things that she needed to improve and change and i kind of hit my breaking point and we just like talked about it and we went our separate ways but i think our older selves would have been like what the fuck like we were we were being childish we were being stupid because at the end of the day like you're always gonna have fallouts you're not always gonna agree and like see eye to eye with your friend and that's okay but i don't know it's just such a wholesome friendship Mm -hmm. that it just really makes me wonder how we would be friends now and i i really wonder (laughs) my (laughs) lashes are like (laughs) she's like rubbing her eye and like looking up and down and i thought she was wiping tears (laughs) sorry i didn't mean to sound judgmental when i said are you crying i was just genuinely curious because i was like damn i didn't know what affected you like this (laughs) my lashes are falling (laughs) okay she's not crying Um, guys (laughs) no no um (laughs) Yo, imagine. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's so funny. Vulnerability is strength, though. No, no. I'm not crying. But um, it was it was really a really good friendship. I'm not going to lie. It was really, even how we became friends and our parents were so close. We lived so close. It was it was a wholesome, it was wholesome. And it, it just kind of sucked how it fell out the way it did. And, you know, whatever, life moves on, things happen. And um, you just grow up and just get old. And then you start to realize what the f- was that all about but i don't know we'll see we'll see if i reach out i don't even have oh, even everyone's on facebook everyone is on facebook yeah, we're millennials she's like a married woman now and who knows maybe she's like has kids and shit you know what actually i will say i had the exact same situation and it was wholesome friendship it was great amazing whatever whatever right anyways we reconnect somehow as adults up until that point i was so curious i was like the energy that you're on kind of but i think i was even more curious i was like actually like damn like i wish i could just see how she's doing and like if we'd be friends we reconnected it was cool you know we hung out a couple times but after like number four or five hangout i realized like ah, there's a reason why we're not friends as adults because we just weren't it wasn't the same it was not the same it was different but i did not regret reaching out because i was like okay now i'm at peace knowing like cool we don't need to be friends we can be cordial we can be cool reconnection was fun but we don't need to be friends yeah just be acquaintances and see each other's lives and congratulate each other from the distance and that's it and we don't talk i haven't seen her in two years honestly that's kind of how i feel about this friendship Mm because like we've been apart for so many years right like we stopped talking since like 2009 like we're in 2020 now and the thing is like she's so 
like from what i've heard her life is just very different now like she's married i don't even know if she lives in toronto anymore to be quite honest with you uh i know she got married to like an international guy so again i don't know if they like up and moved there if they moved i don't know i don't know but i know she's married i know she like has a good career i know she's like in some type of business and that's all i really know i mean i know where her parents live her parents still live on the same street as my parents Maybe one day I'll just go knocking on the door and ask the mom, like, yeah. send me her number and I'll call okay, her. Okay, guys, next week, Brenda's going to do No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay, guess no, not. give me more time, bro. Okay, anyways, speaking on that, should you remain in contact after cutting someone off? Whether it's your mom or your dad, your sister, your brother, your ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, or ex-BFF, like, do you feel like you can still be in touch? Um, I think... Again, this is a hard question only because it really depends on how you fell apart. You know, like if it was something shady and something disrespectful that they did, it's hard. It's hard to have that respect. And I'm the type mm-hmm. of person that if I can't have respect for someone, I don't want them in my life. Just because like what's the point? Like yeah. having that bitter feeling, being petty all the time, making comments like there's no need for that. Right. Mm-hmm. But if the friendship fell out in a healthy way or in a way where things weren't said and done that were disrespectful, I think having them in your life is fine and not necessarily where you're talking to them but like for example let's say i had a friend and she she ended up getting close to you if she wants to stay in contact with you that's fine Mm -hmm. it actually happened to me where i had a trio and we were all friends and whatnot however me and one of the girls had a fallout and you know i felt the way i felt and it is what it is and one of the girls was still kind of cool with her so she kept in contact with her and i said that's fine you know like you're your own person you have the right to feel and do what you think is right for your life i'm not going to tell you to cut someone off because they did me dirty or because i don't like them Mm -hmm. so if that's how you feel you know by all means do your thing just don't talk about me when you're with that person and if you can do that then there'll be no problems exactly which is is, that's what i was going to touch on which is like just setting boundaries if you set the boundaries with those people whether it be the ones that you are like losing touch with or the third of a trio like you had like you just got to set the boundaries and i think everything will be okay and if people are not respecting those then you got to deal with it and probably go no contact but it's it's dependent like if it's your mom wish her happy birthday maybe happy mother's day if you think she deserves that if it's a friend you know you could do that as well or check in every couple years i have an ex-friend that we ended the friendship and it's very mutual that we don't need to be friends but we actually see each other once a year or once every two years and we catch up i haven't seen her in about two years now but we'll be like hey how have you been blah blah blah. like we should like catch up we catch up we have a really cool time spend four hours together comment on each other's posts and stuff and then we don't see each other for another two to three years because when we're too close shit gets toxic but if we have that distance, it actually works out really well. Hmm, that's interesting. I've never um, put myself in that situation. I feel like if I cut someone off, I cut someone off. But like yeah. they'll still be around in terms of like they'll be friends of my friends or they'll they'll keep in contact with my sister or something like that, which is totally fine because you've made your relationship with people that are in my life. If it wasn't anything dirty or shady, there's no need for you to cut them off of your life too Mm -hmm. but um if i cut someone off i don't know if i'd have the whole like dinner with them once a year but i think it really depends on how the fallout happened i think that the reason why it works with her is because we didn't have a falling out we just were not compatible we were always fighting and eventually we kind of realized like damn we're kind of forcing this huh 
and we never really had a talk it's just like a mutual understanding that we have with each other where we're actually so cool but we don't need to be friends and we understand that we're just incompatible and somehow it works i don't know if that would actually work with anyone else other than her because i've never had that dynamic before but i like it it's cool because it's just like a low 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 maintenance friendship i wouldn't even call us friends i would just say we're like people who used to be really close and still have love for each other i would say that's what we are and Mm -hmm. um yeah it's possible to do that when it comes to exes i always say fucking no contact bye you don't need to you do not need to catch (laughs) up you don't need to wish them a happy birthday you don't need to do anything your ex is for a reason like summer walker said so speaking on that, would you say that revisiting relationships after cutting them off is something that I guess is healthier that people should do? I think if your heart needs a certain level of closure that is not doing any harm in your life, I don't see anything wrong with reaching out to old people or reconnecting with old friends. I mentioned, I think, on the podcast that I reached out to an old friend recently. She ignored me. It is what it is. I told her how I felt, you know, I got vulnerable for a moment and it helped me heal. It helped me really get over the friendship and move on whether I got a response or not. I also had another old friend reach out to me a couple weeks ago to meet up. We never ended up meeting up, but, you know, I was open to the conversation and I was willing to, you know, see where it went and then make a choice based off of what's best for me. I think as long as it's serving your highest good, it's okay. But if it's going against your beliefs, your boundaries, or just not good for you in general, I don't think it's worth going back to. And I think you have to be realistic with yourself when making the decision. Otherwise, it can get toxic and you can end up hurt. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think revisiting a relationship after cutting them off is something that brings you healing, brings you closure. And I don't know, I feel like sometimes it's important, you know, now that I'm seeing myself kind of wanting to revisit a friendship that once was Mm -hmm. i think being in this position where you think like what if or what could have been or what could be because you never know like so much time can really change people you know absolutely someone who was super toxic and got help and did their work like could be someone who's like super healing and very different you know i just think it's important if time has run its course and you know we've grown to be different people and adults that we are i think revisiting um relationships isn't a bad idea like again depending on how it fell apart you just really have to put your own thought into it and if it's actually the right thing to do or not or if you're just kind of making the bad decision but yeah, I think I everything you said, I think, is what I would agree to. It just brings a lot of healing, closure, reassurance, change, so much. Yeah, even, like, you made me think of my friendship with Zoe, which is a friend that, like, we reconnected after six and a half, maybe seven years. I was toxic as fuck when we were friends. Friendship was toxic, and, you know now we have such a healthy relationship we're reconnected after so long i got to be there when she got engaged i got to meet her first baby you know i went to her baby shower today i got a text from her saying that she feels like i'm her journal sometimes like we're we rebuilt after seven years and i've spent years and years wondering what if what if what if what if and finally we reconnected and you know it went well another time i reconnected with a friend and it went to shit within a year and i was like why the fuck did i waste my time so just make your choice depending on the person Mm -hmm. we're pretty much just gonna point out when you should cut someone off and just go down a list 
each of us. What do you think? Good idea? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we each have our own personal thoughts on this, and we're going to just tell each other. All right, so my first point is when someone who only wants it their way or the highway. Mm-hmm. So if someone is very determined on always having it a specific way, I think that is a toxic trait, <laughs> and you need to cut them off. I'm guilty of doing that, like wanting shit my way. Oh, shit. But I'm self-aware enough to know like, oh, okay, Ashley, you need to be reasonable and I make the right choice. Anyways, I would say for me, a big one is I assess how I feel after I spend time with them. So, for example, if I'm with these people or this person and I feel drained after I leave their presence or I feel tired, I feel anxious or Like I'm just like on edge. That's a bad sign. But if I leave their presence and I feel motivated, inspired, happy, excited, that's probably a sign that they're a really good person to keep around. So I really pay attention to my energy and how I feel. Then my next one would be a person who only benefits themselves. And this is just like pretty much someone who's selfish and doesn't really think about the other person and only does things that are beneficial to themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't like that either. Oh, something that I hate is a friend, person, sibling, whatever, who makes their problems become your problems and it affects my life. For example, I had a friend that always, always had boyfriend drama, like situations were on and off all the time with her. And I constantly got dragged into her bullshit and I had to like be there for her and console her and like help her get revenge. And then, oh, okay, come to our anniversary party. You know what I mean? Like there's no anniversary party. It's just an example. Um, it was just up and down and I was constantly being brought into the mix and I don't like that shit. Yeah, that's annoying. I hate that shit. My next one would be someone who talks behind your back. Ugh, can't Big stand ass hoe. shitty ass bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just straightforward. Someone who says things behind your back. It's straightforward. <laughs> I will cut off anybody that gives me a half-assed relationship. If the friendship is one-sided, that's a big no-no for me. I don't like that. If I'm giving it everything, and it's like I said earlier, when you're watering a dead plant, it's not going to grow because the the plant needs to, you know, it needs sun, it needs this, that, and the third. But if I'm only doing my part and you're not doing your part, how are we going to grow? It's a waste of my time. I agree. I agree. My other one is someone who acts fake. Oh my God, this is like a big one for me. I just hate fake people. Just be your genuine self. Yeah, you really hate that. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's just something about fake people just really is uh, rubs you the wrong way. Okay, my last one. This is something that I've had a couple people in my life expect of me is to kind of like prioritize them, and they don't outright say, "Oh, you're not putting me first, but. I get the sense that when I choose myself or when I set boundaries, it's not okay with them. And that's not okay with me. Like, I can't be out here putting you before me and your problems and your baggage and you're victimizing yourself and making me feel guilty about it just because I want to make a choice for myself. So instant no, no. My other one is toxic behavior and someone who doesn't respect you. I just, again, very straightforward. If they can't respect you, then they're not genuine. They're not your friends, and maybe you guys shouldn't be together because it's like, the fuck? And toxic behavior in general is just, it's too much. It drains your own energy, and it feeds off of you too, and then you start to think, like, am I the problem? Mm -hmm. But really, they're the problem. Lastly, I would say someone who doesn't validate your opinion and someone who consistently puts you down. Yeah. Um, again, very straightforward. When someone consistently puts you down, you sometimes don't even want to be around them because you're just your energy just drops. 
you know like every time you say something all they want to say is no you're not good enough no you can't do this no like it's a lot of negative energy mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's not fun okay and our last question to wrap the episode is ghosting someone okay someone that you want to cut off and i'm not talking slow drift lose touch i'm talking straight up ghost they're messaging you to hang out they're trying to talk to you they're inviting you to your birthday and you're just ghosting is that acceptable no well mm, honestly i don't think it's respectful but i think sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do i don't think it's the right thing to do no especially if you want to close that chapter and just end the relationship on a No, I wouldn't even say on a good note, but on a way where you're kind of both on the same page because, again, there could be miscommunication. That person might think that you're too busy and therefore that's why you're always flopping. But here you are. You just don't fuck with that bitch, you know? But I don't know. I guess depending on the situation, you just got to do what you got to do. I think if they did you really dirty and they know exactly what the fuck they did, ghosting is acceptable. For example, if they have sex with your boyfriend, I don't need to tell you that was wrong. I don't need to tell you I'm mad. I don't need to tell you why. I will ghost you. I don't need to fight with you. I don't need to cuss you out. I don't even owe you a conversation in mm-hmm. in an instance like that. So if you're doing something wild like that, I think it's fine. Anything that's not, you know, some crazy betrayal needs communication, in my opinion. I think you just have to have the conversation. You have to have the dialogue. And just out of respect, you know, you cared about this person at one point. So... If they didn't do your dirty and they didn't betray you, I think you should have a conversation. And if you don't, like, that's just, I don't know, cowardly in my opinion. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. I've always, always, always had the conversation. And some people think I'm dramatic because of it. And that's okay. I just feel like, I don't know, if I cared about you, I'm going to tell you where it went wrong and um, go from there. Yeah, that's valid. I agree. I think it's just respectful overall to, like, communicate it Mm -hmm. and talk about what went wrong, how you feel, how they make you feel, all that stuff. But again, I don't know, like, sometimes it's just not the case. Yeah. Okay, guys, so we hope that we helped you in this episode. If you're currently in the process of cutting someone off, good luck. It gets easier. You get over it. And you move on. And honestly, like, time will heal all. And who knows, maybe you guys will drift back together you guys just need time apart to kind of work on yourself and and make yourself happy. Because, again, if you're not happy and you don't love yourself, other people can't love you and feel happy with your presence. Exactly. But with that being said, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in this week. If you get a chance, make sure to catch us live on Key Radio. That's www.keyradio.com. It'll be Tuesday at 7 p.m. live the next episode. And don't forget to check out our Instagram account. It's Let's Get Real the Podcast. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next Monday. Bye. Bye.